the more connected that you stay with that person after after you help them right. buy or sell, the more likely they're going to be to refer you to somebody right. when somebody else needs something. And staying right? connected to that existing client is a lot cheaper than paying for new leads. Right. You know, you send a birthday card, you send a Christmas card, you just stay in touch throughout the year. You put them on an email drip campaign and it doesn't have to be salesy. I hate salesy. Yeah. Um, it just needs to be communicating. Like if you need anything, call me. Just you stay know? top of mind. Stay top of mind and just is. stay in their inbox. Call them, send them a text, you right. know. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevate. I am glad you're here because we are about to talk about a method of lead generation <laughs> that I promise you nobody's talking about. I have been to a lot of sales meetings and a lot of brokerages, and I have yet to have somebody talk about how Deanna got her very first listing uh, as an agent for a $1.2 million listing. And that was your first one, right? Yes, officially. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> so Deanna, before we before we dive into how you got that listing, and, and, and this was shortly after you got your license, right? Correct. First with it. Well, I'm not even a year in yet. So. Crazy. Okay. All right. So let's, let's first start off with who is Deanna. Tell us a little about your background and, uh, and how'd you get to the point where you're, where you're, you're, uh, trading real estate. Um, been in Greenville for 30 years. I've seen Greenville from dilapidated buildings downtown to growing and people moving here from all over the world. Um, real estate started for me, um, 2008, the great economy crash. Yeah. I started my own virtual assistant business and was helping clients all over the US. That's right. Um, and then I started getting contracts to help expats from other countries come here, corporate executives, but expats to uh, find housing, get their social security driver's license for sealed air and Colgate Palmolive, big companies. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. And so I was already doing the housing aspect, but I wasn't licensed. So I was having to call my friends that were realtors and be like, hey, I need to get this guy on a 12 month rental and then he's going to purchase a home. So then a year later, they're calling the other realtor mm. and purchasing a home because a lot of them use it as investments right. here in the US. Right. Um, so this past year, uh, 2021, I started thinking about it and I was like, I need to just go get my license. Like I've been doing this way too much, <laughs> sold too many houses, um, sold two on my street in the middle of the pandemic, signs never went in the yard. Right. And you know how quickly houses were selling during the pandemic. And, and, and you weren't able to get a commission for any of that. <laughs> I made no commission, um, right, because I wasn't licensed. Right, so, um, I was just basically coordinating deals and calling a real estate attorney and saying, hey, I got two friends, they're closing, can you help them? Right. And he did it. And so, yeah, I had three or four. And then I got my license, joined DXP and <laughs> I bet that friend, million dollar listing. I bet that friend, when you, uh, when you, uh, <laughs> when you said that you were getting your license, I bet that friend was like, Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some of them. They're still with the other companies, but you yeah. know, they'll come over one day. That's awesome. Okay. So, um, I want to, I want I really want to deep dive into how you obtain this first listing. Because again, I, I, I can't tell you how many agents, how many people I talk to daily are trying to figure out lead generation and they're trying to figure out, you know, they're doing a lot of the things that their brokerages are telling them to do, which are great proven strategies. Don't get me wrong. They're not, they're not bad, but, um, but I think that there's a wide world of marketing out there that really has been really underserved and very overlooked when it comes to, uh, real estate agents and when mm -hmm. it comes to realtors. So, um, I, I, I want you to tell me, just give me the story a little bit about how did this particular person find you when again, you've been in business for less than a year. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and really they wouldn't have 
had any reason to know who you are and you don't know them, right? Yeah. No so there's no connection there. It's nope. not like a family friend. Like you, you weren't like dialing your contacts in your phone. You weren't, you know, cold call. Like, Correct. yeah, like there was no connection whatsoever, which is always, I think the biggest thing that agents are looking mm-hmm. for. How do I get in front of new people that I do not know? Right. And that is outside of my sphere of influence. You accomplish that. Tell me how she found you. Um, so I think first, before I even tell you how we both know a lot of people, so she right. and I both did a lot of stalking to see like, <laughs> and the first time I met with the seller, I was like, do I know you? Like, I'm just, am I missing a piece here? And she's like, nope, you don't know me. Um, she went on a community group on Facebook mm. and said, I need a realtor. Who do you recommend? And my name kept popping up over and over and over. Um, she interviewed several realtors. Um, and I think my marketing strategy is a little different mm. because I do deal with people from other countries that are coming here on a corporate level. Mm. She had a corporate executive style home. Um, so all the pieces just fit together. That's cool. Um, so even though I had probably the least amount of experience of everyone she interviewed, my marketing plan and my pre-listing appointment, I had documents I took to her based on what I could find on the internet, which was not a lot, but I'm the only one that physical physically took her something to look at. Oh, that's Something cool. to read and some research. And um, I think that helped make her decision. And she told me later that it was all because of these community groups on Facebook, that that's where she gets her vendors. That's so cool. So I'm going to talk about the actual listing appointment mm-hmm. in, in a few minutes, because I think that I, I didn't know that part of it. So I think that that's really cool. And I want to deep dive into some of that stuff. Okay. But uh, just talk to me about the Facebook groups for a second. So when you say Facebook groups, we're talking just community groups, right? Correct just the local community groups. Mm-hmm. So I, I know here we're in Greenville, South Carolina, there's probably two or three and they're pretty big. They're pretty large, right? Yes. Um, and so it's so funny cause I was laughing with you before we started. Every time someone comes into one of those <laughs> Facebook groups, it's not, I mean, it's, it's nonstop 24 seven. I always see somebody it's like, Hey, what's the best place for a date night in Greenville? It's like, boom, Dana, Dana responds and with three, three different places that she would recommend, you know, and you're constantly just providing help and providing, uh, and providing uh, value and service to people who have questions and who don't know who to go to or are looking for a referral. You're constantly giving, uh, that information and your name because of it just keeps popping up in the groups, mm-hmm. not because people are recommending you, but just like fit, like literally your name is just seen over and sure. over and over and over and over for people who's paying attention to those groups. So it's funny because I don't think I've heard a single other real estate agent uh, yet. Now I'm not saying that there hasn't been for sure. I, there has, I just haven't heard of them yet that has obtained such a big, uh, contract out of participating in the Facebook groups. So I'm just kind of curious, uh, what's your thoughts on it? How, uh, is that, is that something that you've learned? Is that something that, uh, that was that intentional on your part? Um, somewhat, not this quick. Um, my goal in real estate was to get in and be a luxury listing agent. Hmm. And funny story. You went straight to it. I went straight to it. Um, But I didn't know. I mean, I go in this neighborhood that's all Mungo Homes. Everything I found online was $600,000. Later, we find out the whole story of the house and how a custom home got built on the lot, that type of thing. But I told my marketing guy, seriously, like a week before, he said, what do you want me to do for your ad, your Facebook ad? Mm -hmm. And I said, I want it to be focused toward luxury listings. And his words to me were, Deanna, I know that's what you want to do, but you have like no experience in luxury. Well, and that's, that's typically the advice that's given, right? Right. That you have to, you have to cut your teeth before you can start. He's like, I would never hire you to sell a luxury home when you haven't sold anything else since you officially got licensed. And I'm like, that's not how I work. Hmm. 
you know, if this is what I want to do, I want to market that from the beginning. I don't want to, you know. And so anyway, we went ahead and just did a generic ad. It was not luxury. (laughs) Um, And then the next week I get this, well, I get a Facebook message from the seller and she's like, hey, would you like to meet with me? I'm thinking about listing my house soon. And then from there, it just all kind of spiraled and that's very cool. Um, you are the admin for for one of the groups, right? Yes, I'm a moderator for all things Greenville. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so one of these large groups. Do you know how many people's in it? Um, there's about forty five thousand. Yeah. So, can you talk me through because I I think that that's important. You know. I, I'm a firm believer that when it comes to any marketing strategy, you will get out of it what you put into it, sure. right? It's obvious that you've put in a higher level into this into this uh, strategy than most other people have, right? So um, how did that come about? How, how did you become a moderator for the group? And how, how did you get connected and, and kind of oversee the, the things that are happening? Because I think that that's powerful and shouldn't be missed. Um, there was a couple years ago, um, the lady that owned, yeah, yeah, that Greenville, mm-hmm. she changed it to all things Greenville. Okay. And she did a big community event um, at an apartment complex. But anyway, my husband was there as a vendor. Um, and I was there um, as a vendor. And we just kind of connected. And she's just the sweetest person. And mm. so I was like, Nikki, you know, if you need help running the group, let me know. You just and asked. Yeah, just you, ju- asked. you, ju- you just yeah. said, right? Yeah, it's not it's not difficult. It's right. not complicated. It's but, not. And right. I'm always on, you're always on your phone. So it's like, you know, <laughs> might as well be building. And this is before I even got in real estate. Right. Um, just being a community resource and connecting people to what they need. Or, you know, they're always yes. asking for stuff. People are moving here from all over. Yeah. And they don't know what we have locally. Um, so I like to support local. Hmm. For sure. Um, last night, somebody asked for the best um, fish and chips and banana splits, you know. <laughs> so you send them to Landrum for the hair and the hound, and then you, you know, um, Dillard's ice cream. That's an old staple in Greer. That's so cool. people moving here don't know. But I think it's important to com- connect with your community. And if you don't have a community event or a community group, start one. Oh, well said. Because yeah. that, was, that was what I was about to get to. Yeah, because yeah, I think there's a lot of people who's thinking, because this can be seen anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. they're probably sitting there thinking to themselves, well, I don't I don't know that there is one. And there might sure. not be. There might not be, but start one. But there's no reason you can't start one, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, so talk to me just for a few seconds about, because I think a lot of people are probably listening to this and they're thinking to themselves, I can't manage one more thing on my schedule. Like the idea of being inside of a local community group, uh, answering people's questions, providing some feedback, mm-hmm. because here's what you see everybody do. It, somebody posts that I'm looking for a realtor. They post in there that uh, I'm you know, looking to sell my house. I, I need to buy a house or whatever. And then you see like literally the 5,000 people who comment, all the realtors, all the agents who, who throw up in a comment that say, sure. you know, hey, here's my phone number. I'd love to help you. I, that's definitely not the best way to do it. I, I, I would encourage all agents and realtors to be more personable than that mm-hmm. <laughs> as a first introduction, right? But what's interesting is um, how did you rise above the noise is through participating often. I think that most realtors and most agents though who are listening to this are thinking to themselves, I can't, I, I can't spend time doing that. You know, they, they feel kind of crushed. They feel under the weight of like all the tasks they got to get done. How do you manage it? How do you, how do you stay on top of comments and be one of the first that, sure. that offers some, some value, some value when people need help? Um, you got to have a visibility plan. And I do that. So at the beginning of the year, you have to plan your business strategy. So I know on Mondays and Tuesdays, that's my office days. Um, now, if I have a listing or I need to do a showing after, you know, four o'clock on a Tuesday, I can do that. Hmm. But just like coming to visit you today, 
that's scheduled on a Tuesday. So it's in my office marketing, whatever right, day, right. Um, paperwork day. It, my networking days are on Wednesday. So I have to strategize at the beginning of the year and make that my plan. Mm. And so you don't want to so do good. everything. You want to do two or three things, but do them consistently over and over and over. God, that is such good advice. So that's just yeah. the way I'm going about it. And it's worked well. But to your point, when someone asks for a realtor in these Facebook groups, imagine that you're that person and you're wanting to sell your house. Not only do you get 500 comments within minutes right. of realtors, you're also getting your inbox blown up. Oh yeah, that's not nice. <laughs> right? You know, nobody's nobody going to go wants through that. those messages, <laughs> and you're not even friends with them. Like, there's no connection. Right. So, what does that say about you? They're not going to use you. Right. They already feel like you're harassing them because they asked for an agent. Right. It's better to have referrals from people you know. Um, for instance, a lot of times when I'm referred on Facebook, it's not somebody that I helped with real estate. It's somebody that knows that I'm very detail oriented, that I'm an event planner. I've done that for years. Mm. That's how I got in the hospitality industry. Um, so it's a lot of different things that build your character up to where they want to use you. 100%. So it doesn't even have to be experienced. You don't have to bombard them with private messages, you know, or offer any incentives. Just do what you do well and take them the information they need. And I feel like you're going to get a lot more appointments that way. Uh, super well said. And and I think it's worth noting that if you're starting from scratch, that yeah, it will take time to build up that credibility, mm -hmm. right? Sure. I mean, you know, this is, this is like any other marketing strategy where you can't expect to do it for a week, two weeks, right? Exactly. three weeks. It's ongoing. It's ongoing, right? Because in the beginning, somebody's going to be like, Deanna Morton, who's, who's Deanna Morton, you know? And they probably won't pay any attention to it the first time, the second time, the third or the fourth, the seventh, they're right. going to be like, okay, who's Deanna Morton? Sure. And they're going to click on that profile and they're going to be like, oh, it's a realtor. Got it. Okay, cool. Right. You know, that's, that's how you build that credibility. That's how you build that relationship and you build that trust mm -hmm. with the people who's out there, you know, seeing the comments and, the, and, and again, the valuable feedback that you're leaving for people. Right. If they want to know where to go for the fish and chips, let them know where to go for the fish that's and chips. Right. It's not like, it's literally not it's hard. It's not a secret. It's not a like, secret. Like, we're like, here to help each other. That's so. right. That's right. And I think that's so smart. I, I can't tell you how smart it is that, you know, you're, you're sitting there going, okay, so what are going to be my two or three methods of lead generation? Mm -hmm. Let me schedule consistent time each week, you know, that you're treating it like a job. You're treating right. the lead generation like it's its own job. Mm -hmm. I've got to show up when I'm supposed to show up. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to accomplish that task and then I'll move on to the next thing, you know? Right. Um, and so I, I think that's so smart, but very few realtors, I think, do that. And another thing that very few realtors do is LinkedIn. And LinkedIn oh, yeah. is... To me, LinkedIn is a higher scale of audience. It's more business owners. Mm. Um, so a lot of them are on there for, you know, their daily blob and, you know, connecting. But there's a lot of people on there, business owners, that don't have time to get on Facebook. Mm. So their goal is to get on LinkedIn and find stuff. So on LinkedIn, not only can you put your name, you can put realtor in your title. Right. So every time you respond to a comment on any post around the world, it's saying Deanna Morton, right. South Carolina Upstate Realtor. 100%. So you're getting free advertising just by commenting and interacting with other posts. 100%. So that's yeah. even better, I think, than some community groups. Right. Yeah, it's, it's so funny because, again, I I think it's it. the person who's in the groups providing value consistently over time will be always the person that not only when you need something mm -hmm. that you'll that you'll look to, but it's also who everybody else will come to see as the expert. You know what I mean? 
And so you, I think you said that the seller for this 1.2 million listing, you know, she went in there and she said, Hey, I'm looking for an, uh, an agent. And so many people recommended Deanna, right? right? Because they've known you. Like I'm sure some of you probably, I'm, some of them probably know you personally, maybe. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was probably also a good many that just kind of know you digitally. Correct. Right? Like through just, Facebook. They just, just know you through Facebook mm-hmm. and just knowing that you're a, you know, you're a very helpful person. You love to serve. You, you were in the hospitality industry, right? right? You love to serve. You love to help. Um, and, and you're kind of a trusted resource. Like you, you know, your way around the upstate and mm-hmm. you, and you like literally prove it every day that you're posting, mm-hmm. you know, and, and showing people where to go and what to do and, and, right. you know, and, and what's available. So that's, that's so cool. I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook, but there's a lady that she's, we're friends now, but she is in a lot of the groups I'm in. So every time I refer something or somebody, she'll comment and say, there you go again. You're such a resource. (laughs) You're such a resource. You know where everything is in Greenville. And that's great because not only am I commenting, but she's coming right behind me every time Mm. and solidifying that right. um, this community resource. I love it. I'm right. like, thanks, Kibby. <laughs> Going back to LinkedIn for a second, is your approach there any different than it is on Facebook? It is a little bit. Um, I don't post as often. Yeah. I don't give, it's more of a conversational mm. type thing. Um, when LinkedIn first started, I was in like the top 5% and it's grown exponentially since, you know, it first started. Um, I'm still probably in the top 10 to 15%. Cool. But I didn't do it for a couple of years. So I'm trying to build that back up. But you want to stay top of mind everywhere. Right. And my thing is not, I'm not a video person. Um, I'm trying to get there. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel. There's nothing on it. Um, oh, good for you. I didn't know that you started a channel. I'm trying. Good. You know, um, my, my motto is moving in the upstate. So oh, my cool. YouTube channel was moving in the upstate. I do have a couple of videos to post. One of them you guys made for me of the million dollar listings. Cool. So I want to get yeah. that on there. Um, but it's all new. I'm not, you know, I'm not a 90s child. <laughs> so this whole <laughs> video thing kind of scares me. Yeah. But so I don't do the TikToks and stuff. And, you know, you go to all these seminars and they're like, you got to do reels. You got to do reels. And I'm not a cold caller. I like meeting people and connecting. Um, so cold calls and knock, door knocking, that's not me. Right. Um, so I had to find my niche, and that's just connecting with business professionals that I'm used to working with and being a community resource. And that's not for everybody, and I'm glad. Yes, yeah, right. But, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah 100%. But, I mean, everybody yeah. has to do what's right for them, but you have to try this stuff right. and then set your visibility plan. And I hired a real estate coach. Um, she's in Richmond, um, totally unrelated to the market here, but she services agents all over the country Hmm. and it's all women. Hmm. And I think that's important as a female realtor. Um, You've got to focus on the needs of women and run your business. Like our motto in there is she's a CEO agent. Interesting. And that's what we are is CEO agents. So that's well, yeah. I mean, because you're the CEO of your own business, correct? Right? Yeah, hundred percent. That's really interesting. Can we talk about that? Because I didn't intend to talk about that, but yeah, sure. So I, I do think that any time that a person comes into a new industry or is a part of a new thing, the number one thing that they can do to accelerate their success is to get with people who's been there before and who knows the way, right? right? And so you are. It, it, it's always any time I've ever started something new in my life, I've always been fascinated by how much faster it moves once I 
once I find a mentor Correct. or a course or I, 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 I acquire some education. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, has it has it felt that way for you? Has has the has the the C what was it called CEO agent CEO agent mm-hmm. has has that been really beneficial for you? It has, um, and that's another part of my visibility plan. So I do all my networking on Wednesday, and I'm a part of some local networking groups. And then immediately after that, I run home twelve thirty to two is my CEO agent cool. coaching, um, and every week she has valuable content. She has a whole academy online that we can resource anytime. Actually for my $1.2 million listing, I had no idea. I'm like, what do I do? I don't know this lady. There's nothing online. The house is never sold, you know? And she's like, go to the Academy. There's a whole listing presentation, personalize Mm. it for yourself. And that's what I did. And she's there to help me. You know, she said, when you get an offer, call me, we'll run through it on the phone. Awesome. Um, she was with the XP. She sold her um, brokerage or her team, um, and became a full-time coach. I did not know she was with EXP. Um, that was just coincidental, Hmm. but EXP is a cloud-based brokerage. And that's why I joined them because I'd been virtual since 2008 with my own business. Um, and they assign you a mentor. I love my mentor, Tara. She's been a huge resource here locally, but what my CEO agent, coach does is completely different. Tara mm. helps me on the front lines here. Mm. So she's helping me with all the paperwork and making sure I get everything documented correctly and put in the computer correctly, which I can do that, but there's always questions. I mean, every sale is different to where Jan, my coach, she's more there for support and on the business side. Mm. She teaches you how to set up your real estate business, how to have systems and processes that will take you through every single transaction. Mm. You know, how to run your pop buys, how to do special events, that type of thing. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's worth, that's worth mentioning. And that's worth kind of putting a pen in just a little bit is that, you know, I I think most brokerages do like a mentor type system, a big brother type mm-hmm. system where there's, yeah. Sure. Um, I think most people do that, but, but just because, you know, you have somebody who is a mentor, mm-hmm. if you're not feeling confident, uh, now I get in the beginning, like none of us are all that confident sure. in the beginning. Right. But if you don't feel like you have access to the information that you need in order to take the next step in order to move ahead and be, be more successful than you are now, it might just be a matter of finding the other puzzle piece for you. It was the CEO uh, sure. agent, right? Mm-hmm. You were like, Hey, I love my, my local mentor. It like, I'm getting so much value from that on the front lines but I, I have so many questions about how to set this thing up and how to do these other things that she just doesn't have experience with. Is it she or he? I'm sorry. It's a she. She. That, that she just doesn't have experience with. And so you're like, well, so let me go out there and let me find a resource that I can, you know, I can bone up. I, I can get, mm-hmm. I can get some information on how to do this stuff well from the right. people who actually has like real experience doing it. Mm-hmm. And I actually um, started watching coaches online on Facebook and mm. in different groups and with all different brokerages. And that's the thing. They don't just, bro- so a coach is not just going to coach EXP or Keller Williams right, or whatever. Sure. These women are from all different, you know, brokerages, but I listened to what these coaches were saying and I resonated with Jan the most. So it's not like, I mean, I could have chosen any of them and it's not cheap. I mean, it's an investment in your business, but I feel like for what she provides to me and she doesn't 
recommend cold calling and door knocking. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was after. I don't want somebody to tell me, hey, you have to go knock on 100 doors today. I'm not going to do that. I know I'm not going to do that. Right. So I wanted to find you're literally setting if, if that if that is not who you are. Right. And I think we should because this was something you said earlier that I totally forgot about. You know, you were like, hey, I, this is not these are not the methods of lead generation that's going to work for me. This mm -hmm. isn't who I am. This is not what I feel comfortable with. Right. But this is what I excel at. This is the area that I want to dive into. And sure. this is how I want to do lead generation. And I and I love that fact that you're so self-aware. Now, in the beginning, if you're younger, especially, and you don't right. have a ton of experience, like try, like do some different things mm -hmm. and try to figure out what your what your what your lane is. But uh, but I'm starting to believe more and more and more and more that instead of having because I mean, we've every age has got what, a plethora of lead generation options in front yes. of them, right? There's so many things they could be doing. Right. To choose, like you said, the two or the three that you can really dial in and you can work to be exceptional at those two or three methods of lead generation, that's going to serve you far more than literally setting your business up for failure, right. you know, by saying, hey, okay, well, I guess I got to go door knock to gay. And, and then you, you know, you get out of bed late, you don't go do the thing and right. you're not doing it enthusiastically and you're not, you know, you're not evaluating, well, what can I do better next time? Because you just don't really, you don't really want to. Or know? how many slam doors in your face can you really take? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it takes a special person for right. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, okay, that, so that's awesome. That is so cool. And that's, all that is so well said. Let's move now to the listing appointment itself. So I think what's really kind of cool is that you kind of figured out because, um, so it, I don't know if you want to give the story on the house, but it was kind of a unique situation where you said it was, it was a, it was a neighborhood of Mungo homes. Mm -hmm. They were all builder, builder homes essentially. And then like this one house in this neighborhood, right. it's like the, the, you know, had two gigantic islands and I'll walk through, uh, I'll, I'll walk through Butler pantry. <laughs> and like, I mean, you know, I had a movie theater, like right. it was like, it, it was kind of a, it was, it, you know, you looked around and you're like, I, I think I'm in the wrong neighborhood. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure that there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of issues for you kind of going into that mm -hmm. about how am I going to market this thing? How am I going to sell this thing? Uh, how am I going to help this person, you know, get the most they possibly can for it. And, um, so talk to me about the listing appointment. Cause I think what was kind of cool was you were talking about bringing in your prior experience and showing them some of the, th some of the things you've done in the past and how that's going to help benefit them today and trying to sure. get this household. Talk me through that. Uh, was there, was, was that, uh, was that your approach? Is that really what you're intending to do? Um, I did. So I got there and it was pouring rain and I ring the doorbell and they didn't come to the door. Um, so that was kind of like, oh gosh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I found out there was another agent inside interviewing. Oh, gotcha. Um, and they didn't hear the doorbell. But you know, when you're there, that's not what you think. You're like, why are they not opening the door? Um, when I left, there was another agent there on the porch waiting to be interviewed. So she had them stacked up. So that's a little bit intimidating. So you know? I've, I've literally never been in that situation before, but I've always felt that it's probably <laughs> like one of those things where you're like looking at the other person. when you're walking. Right. And you're yeah. like, do I know them? You know? Yeah, right. So anyway, so there was a lady there when I got there and there was a guy there when I left and um, they're all agents, you know, yeah. it's like, Hey, how are you? You know, everybody, we all know we're competing. Knows. Yeah. Um, so I go in and they give you a tour. And as soon as you walk in these double arch doors to this house, you immediately realize this is not a Mungo home. Right. This is not what's in my information I prepared for today. <laughs> right. um, this is, and they're like, let's do a tour. So we do the whole tour and you're writing as fast as you can, you know, taking notes and you get back downstairs and of course the iPad doesn't connect to the internet. If anything could go wrong, it went wrong. <laughs> and her husband's like, it's okay. Just take your time. Like we can give you the Wi-Fi." So we get 
to the point, and I'm like, well, I'm sure everyone you've met with has given you these, this information. Like, her kids are grown, you know, like, these are the local schools. She's like, oh, nobody's even told me this. And then we go into the fact that I help a lot of cor- uh, corporate executives relocate to the upstate. Was that really interesting to him? It was. And her husband was kind of standing to the side, and he's like, I like that. And I'm like, there's no guarantee that one of these corporate guys are going to buy your house. For sure. But these guys also don't go to MLS. Most of them are not from the U.S. They're from Germany, France, Brazil. Um, So if I can put that out to their corporate office, to their HR manager, that's a whole different audience that you're not reaching Mm. online. Mm. And he really liked that. He was like, you know, she does have an audience. And I did that. I mean, I prepare a whole presentation, send it over. And there's no guarantee, but it's reaching people that would not otherwise necessarily know. 100%. Or maybe they thought they weren't ready to buy and then they see this house and they're like, wow, mm-hmm. let's go look at it. You know. Did, did the seller end up coming from that audience? Um, They did not. Okay, that's no, cool. But it is a corporate but, executive. So, you know, it's just, that's the market for a million dollar house off 100%. Roper Mountain Road. I mean, it's location. People that want to be close to the airport, people that want to be close to everything, 85, 385, downtown. It was just a perfect location. God, that's so that's, that's so awesome. Yeah, it's really interesting because I, I do think that every agent should consider what, what kind of what, what what is your unique selling point? Like what's what's the thing that does make you different than everybody else? For you, it was your experience with uh, with the corporate mm-hmm. stuff, you know, that Definitely. you were able to bring that information and that knowledge to bear mm-hmm. on the situation. And I, I, it sounds like you pretty much locked it up in that listing appointment because of it, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, she communicated with me for about two weeks after um, and asked various questions. I told her when I left that appointment, I came in here thinking you had a six hundred fifty to $700,000 house. Um, just looking at it without doing any more research, um, I feel like we're probably in the $900,000 range. Mm-hmm. And that was just a, a ballpark. Um, and the reason I couldn't find anything on this house is she built her original Mungo home in I want to say she closed in April 2018. And on Christmas Day, the house burned to the ground. There was a house fire. So she rebuilt. And the Greenville County records were not clear. So there was no agent that went into that appointment that would could possibly know what happened. So after we communicated for several weeks, I was like, what's the deal here? Like, I have to ask you, why is this house in this neighborhood? And she told me the story. And she said the developer signed off and allowed her to build this custom home that she'd always wanted, but she thought she was going to be there forever. Mm. Um, and that's how that house become part of this neighborhood. And the houses in there are not bad. I mean, they're Mungo oh, homes, for sure. but they're yeah. nice brick front homes. Um, it's just hers is bigger and a lot more upgrades. You mm. know, like you said, it's got the it's huge, highly custom. Yeah, yeah, highly custom. Everything in there. Um, on-site wood floors were done on site. Um, the bathroom. MTI jetted tubs. You oh, don't see right. those. Yeah. Yeah. A home theater. We're not talking about a movie room. We're talking about no, it was a theater. with risers. <laughs> yeah, it was for sure. Yeah. Um, so there was, there was a popcorn machine in there. Yeah, guys. I mean, it's got a wet bar in there. Full <laughs> right. cherry, solid cherry wood cabinets throughout the house. I mean, benches under all the double windows. I mean, it was highly custom. Yeah. And she really thought she was going to be there forever. But we've connected. Mm. We're, I mean, I love her. She's great. And um, like I said, we thought, Maybe we've crossed paths before and we hadn't, you know. So since then, I've um, she's had two deaths in the family. She's had a grandson that was just born. Um, so we've oh, really just connect- just since just since yeah oh, wow my really goodness. since yeah. December it's been a lot. Um, yeah. So we've really connected more on a personal level too. Um, but we're about to get this house sold. So. And, and wouldn't you say that's the way it should be? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I sold a $200,000 house in Spartanburg um, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I tell all of them, and I told this seller when I went on my listing appointment, once I work with you and we get this done, you're family. Mm-hmm. So you're part of the Morton Holmes family. Um and you will always be family. So yeah, I, I was looking at the research from the NAR, and I, I think I just made a, a video about this a couple of days ago. But it's something like seventy percent of people say that they would use their agent again or use their realtor again. Mm-hmm. But it was like fourteen percent actually use them the second time. Wow! Right? It, it's like a big difference, which basically means that people were happy with sure. their agent. They were happy with their realtor, mm-hmm. and they'd be happy to use them again. It, but they don't. They don't. You know, it's when when they come around so to the second many time. Agents. Possibly, yeah. You know, and it depends on what circle you're in at the time, I think. So you're right. You may use me this time, but if you move to Spartanburg, you may use an agent up there next time and not even think Deanna covers Spartanburg. Deanna's covers Spartanburg. But (laughs) but you could could really mitigate that by Mm -hmm. keeping in touch, which is something that most agents don't do. Most Mm -hmm. every agent, and I think we were talking about this on the podcast last last week, but like most agents, they're always worried about the next client. They're always worried about getting the next quick dollar instead of cultivating relationships and working to get repeat business. Repeat right? business and referrals. And referrals, Correct. right? A hundred percent, right? Yeah. The more connected that you stay with that person after after you help them right. buy or sell, the more likely they're going to be to refer you to somebody right. when somebody else needs something. And staying right? connected to that existing client is a lot cheaper than paying for new leads. Right. You know, you send a birthday card, you send a Christmas card, you just stay in touch throughout the year. You put them on an email drip campaign and it doesn't have to be salesy. I hate salesy. Um, It just needs to be communicating. Like if you need anything, call me. Just stay top of mind. Stay top of mind and just stay in their inbox. Call them, send them a text. You know, I did that with my couple from Spartanburg. Like, hey guys, they're from Philadelphia. This Mm. is not cold to them. I was freezing. (laughs) So I sent them a text one day and said, how are you making out in the South? Carolina winner, da 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 da, and she's like, Deanna, you've been a resource since we moved here. We we couldn't have made it without you. Yeah. And then I get a Christmas card, and she basically put their whole year of moving to South Carolina into a Word document and put it in their Christmas cards and send it out to everybody they know. That's cool. And I mentioned in their family letter. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. You cannot get better advertising so, no, than that. No, and it's on. like, you know, they may not be here, but what if her kids and grandkids follow her to South Carolina? Which, honestly, most people are right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people, there's right. a lot of people coming to Greenville. Right. Well, Deanna, like, all that's, all that's so cool. Congratulations. Congratulations on your success. You. I mean, you know... I, all, all the things, you know, you you being able to start out as an agent less than a year and you already hitting the ground running, doing what a lot of agents want to do, which is listing appointments, right? And mm-hmm. doing and working listings. Uh, that is a testament to the fact that, like you said, you plan your lead generation well, and then you go out there and you execute it day in and day out or Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever. Well, yeah, it is, and my right? visibility plan is different the visibility times throughout plan. the week. Right. So I do a lot of office stuff, but I may not do social media, but an hour or two hours. I even a day. love that term visibility plan. I've never heard that before. Yes. Yeah. I'll send you the email. It's a whole I have it like typed up and you can circle the days you want to do. But you just keep it in front of you. Put it on your desk and every week you're like, okay, this is in you don't have it's not you have an emergency come up, your kids are sick. You don't have to stick right, to this, right. but it's a great guideline to keep you focused and to make sure you're staying top of mind yeah. and so, in these groups or whatever you're doing. Yeah. You know. yeah this is on, this is entrepreneurship 101. Mm-hmm. The, the, if you're sitting down and you're looking around and you're going, what should I be doing right now? Right. That's your first mistake. Right. right. Like you're far better off to just spend your Monday. If that's what happens on Monday, right. you're far better off just to stop 
Yeah. And then sit down and plan. Right. And you know, from being in the event business, right? weekends are crazy. Yeah. Um, same thing with real estate. If you're showing houses, it's typically on the weekends. Right. Sometimes you just need Monday to reboot. Sure. Get your stuff together. Let's plan for the week ahead. But, you know, sometimes I think it's Thursdays at 8. I have to look. But it's a great time to reach Facebook audiences or Friday at 8 p.m. So you can schedule that stuff. You don't have to be on the computer. Mm. You know, there's apps like Buffer. You can go in and schedule all this stuff a month ahead. So you're batching all your content when you're when you're uh, scheduling Facebook posts and things like that. You're using Buffer. We use Later. Okay. But like that's that's another one. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd be interested in checking that out. I hadn't heard of that one. Yeah, well, I think, but I, I think it's a great idea mm-hmm. though overall, right? Sure. Because again, it's talking about how can I leverage my time right. most effectively? Right. And, you know, I, I, it's far better to sit down for two hours on a on a Thursday right. and get the next like month of post done exactly. right instead of uh, you know you kind of get to it sometimes but then half-heartedly and then it's like something came up so I can't get it done so right. it actually doesn't get posted so you know again just being strategic about how you're spending your yeah. time I think is incredibly Absolutely. important January's been crazy for me so I've not been as um, strategic um, but February's coming yeah. And Allentown's is all about love. So we're going to be doing some Popeyes <laughs> and, um, you know, you got to love where you live Yeah, and that's the thing. So we'll be, uh, doing some drop buys, dropping off some champagne and goodies to people. So. Oh, very cool. That's yeah. cool. Uh, so for you, what do you think is one of the biggest reasons why a lot of agents have trouble finding success? Um, I feel like a lot of agents get into it thinking they're going to make money really fast. Hmm. And it doesn't happen. You spend a lot of money really fast. (laughs) You spend a lot of money on advertising and your license, the class. I mean, you have all these expenses before you even make a dollar. And I'm in these real estate groups, of course. And there's all the time people talking about, I've been doing this for six months. I have nothing. Like, I've got to go back and get a job. Or I'm doing this part-time in the evenings and I'm not getting any, you know, appointments. You've got to, to me, and I understand, like as a single parent, I've been there. Um, some people can't quit their full-time job, Yeah, but you've got to take the time you have and go a hundred percent so you can get out of that nine to five or whatever you want to get out of to do real estate full-time. But I feel like a lot of agents, especially since the pandemic, were like, let's jump in. We can make a lot of money quick. And they did. Right, they right. did. But if you look at the Greenville, Greater Greenville Real Estate Association, they have a report of how many agents are in Greenville. It's thousands. But then you look at how many have current activity. Right. It's probably a quarter, maybe a third. So yeah, there's a lot of licensed people, but they're not out working. So there's plenty of business, Mm. you know, but everybody, I mean, seriously, how many agents do you know? A lot. A lot. Because everybody got their real estate license. And it's kind of funny. I say, it's like when the economy crashed in 2008, and everybody that had a camera became a photographer. Right. You remember? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. kind of the way it was with real estate. When yeah. the market, you know, took off. Yeah. During COVID, they just all became real estate agents. But now they're dropping off. And I, that was part of my strategy. When I told my husband, I want to do real estate. I'm like, all these agents have been making money hand over fist. When this market shifts, they're going to go away. You, you and I haven't talked about this at all, but I firmly believe that 2023, I think I sent out, maybe even got it. We sent out a newsletter and the, the header of the newsletter that we sent out to all of our agents said 2023, 2023 is the year of opportunity. Yeah. Cause I firmly believe it. Yeah, right? I do too. I and mean, I knew that going in last year, I was like, this is not going to last forever. We've never seen 3% interest rates. Right. Um, this has got to change. And when it does, these people that went in and put a sign in a yard and you know, their household, they didn't have to right. market it. <laughs> Right. Um, they're not going to, they're not going to work. That's they right. don't want to put in the work. So that's why I took that year 
and got my license and started building. And today, you know, I have two pending listings right now, and um, hopefully I'll get those soon. And uh, it's just working. Your sphere of influence, staying top of mind and being ready for what's coming. So, And then going back to the Facebook thing, that's what makes that so beautiful is you didn't spend a dollar on just going into the groups and participating, you know, I mean, you're spending time for sure. But I mean, you know, if people are like, I don't have two pennies to rub together for, for an advertising strategy, there you go. There's ways to do it. That's right. Absolutely. Deanna, this has been amazing. What, uh, do you have any resources, any podcasts you like to listen to any books that like you really love on, on business or real estate or what, what, what would you recommend to a new agent who's getting starting out? Like things to listen to people to listen to. Um, if you're, if you like selling and listing, Brian Tracy is a great resource. Um, let me look at my list. Yeah, you can um, podcasts, I would uh, say Women of Real Estate, Women Rocking Real Estate. Okay. She's in Canada, um, the podcaster there. Um, but she has some great knowledge. There's a lot of back podcasts that you can go back and listen to, but they're all relative to us. Um, I do Audible because I can listen to it in the car yeah. or while I'm in the office working. But um, there is one, um, How to Be a Boss Bitch. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and that's from Christine Quinn. I don't know if you've seen the reality show Selling Sunset. Yeah. In California. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. on there. She's a mean girl. Um, but her book was good. I actually read it before I even knew who she was. And uh, it's what did, what, did, what did you take away from, because the title's got me curious. I, what, what did you take I away mean, from the book? I mean, she's really nasty on the show. Let's be real. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it's just basically owning your business, kind of like my coach, being a CEO agent, being a boss bitch. It's all the same. You're an entrepreneur. Mm. So if you want to grow your business, you have to treat it like a business. And yeah. that's another thing with agents that don't make it. A lot of them don't treat it like a business. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very funny because I've it's always interesting. Uh, most agents is a second or third career, right? Yeah. For most agents, exactly. And most agents are coming from a W two job, mm-hmm. and it's where they were told what to do and how to do it, and they spent their entire day just kind of like doing the thing that they were told to do. They go home at the end of the day. You, when you become an entrepreneur and you 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 are running your own business, it's very different. There's you no fly by the seat of your pants. There's, and no, you, there's <laughs> nobody to tell you, that's right? right? Which is why the coaching and going and finding those groups and sure. that you know uh, the CEO agent, uh, mm-hmm. the CEO, yeah, that's CEO right. agent academy, CEO agent mm-hmm. academy. That's why things like that are so valuable, right? right? I mean, I participate in groups like that for my industry, um, and even even outside of my industry, just for personal growth and development, I'm a part of groups that, right. that kind of do the same thing, right? Because you have to be around the people. I, I can't tell you how much this, 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 this is so true. If you want your life to change, you have to put yourself around the people who are emulating the characteristics yes. of the life that you want. That's right. You know what I mean? For and, sure. Cause if, if you're just sitting there going, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's, that's because what you're going to get. That's what you get. Like that's <laughs> right. you, you are like that thing. I used to tell my students all the time when I was teaching, uh-huh. you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most of your time with. That's right. The, you will think the way they do. You will act the way they do. You will believe the things that they do and they may not be right. They may and not be and people th- see you as them. A hundred percent. And and it's so funny because when you start the process of leaving that group and becoming a better person, mm-hmm. uh, often sometimes they'll resent you for it. Sometimes right. that happens for they sure. They do. Yeah. And, and that's, 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 uh, we're getting way off topic. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> this, is, this is the whole thing I get excited about. Deanna, tell me where can, um, where can people find out more information about you? If they have a question or there's something they can they honestly probably just go to a Facebook group yeah. and ask her. <laughs> just go to all things Greenville, tag me. Um, I'm always on Facebook. People are welcome to message me. Um, if you can't send me a friend request, just tag me. Um, all things Greenville, I'm a moderator. So as soon as you tag, usually somebody lets me know if I'm not on there. Yeah. Um, but also moving in the upstate, 
um, is a website, movingintheupstate.com. You can go on there, put in your information to get more um, info from me, or go to um, email me, movingintheupstate at gmail.com. That's awesome. Trying to make it simple. I have my EXP, but it's so long. It's like moving <laughs> in the upstate is so much easier. But um, another great resource for anybody, and it doesn't have to be real estate, is The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. That's a book. That's a great one. Um, Gary Keller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good book. And you can use it to different applications yeah. to a lot of his knowledge. So I think there's a lot of books and podcasts out there that if you don't have the money to hire a coach right yeah. away, you know, start diving in, listen to the audible, you know, listen to the podcast. There's so much information. I'm going to Dallas in April for an all women's real estate conference. And it's a week long, um, phenomenal, phenomenal national speakers will be there. Um, so it's things like that. Maybe you can't pay for a coach, but save your money and do a week long seminar once a year. Um, do what you can you know, yeah. to build your business and set yourself apart. A hundred percent. Dan, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Yeah, this was so good. And and you provided a lot of, again, valuable information on a lead generation method that again, I have not heard a single other brokerage or agent wow. talk about. So this is, this has been very, very cool. And I think hopefully it will, uh, through by sharing this, you know, we'll be able to help some people. So thank you so right. much. Thank you. Yeah. And by the way, the million dollar house is under contract and we yes. are set yes. <laughs> less than uh, 60 days on the market. <laughs> yep. Phenomenal photos, nice. by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, we are set to close March 1st. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, yeah that's, so. that, that's gotta feel good. It's great. It's great. Um, you know, we just, you don't know with the market shift, you got a million yeah. dollars on the line. Is it going to sell? Is it going to sit? Um, but we did everything broker opens and that's another thing. Sorry. I know we got to end no, this. Please. Um, is open houses. I mm. feel like a lot of agents aren't doing open houses. You don't see as many anymore since the pandemic. You've got to get people in there. You've got to do your broker open, get your co-agents in there, get brokerages from all over the upstate. You've got to do the neighborhood open. Let the neighbors come. Let them be nosy because they know people That's that right. they want to live in their neighborhood. Then open it up to the public. That's right. And I tried to do every other week. And that's with any listing. It doesn't have to be a million dollars to do this. You've just got to get people in these homes so that they can see it and see and visualize how they would live in the home. Mm. So it's, you know, it doesn't have to be a million dollar listing. I'll take any listing, <laughs> yeah. but it just so happened. This was the first official. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's so funny when people enter a space, they just start automatically telling themselves stories about that space. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, Oh man, could you imagine this kitchen's big enough to have literally both of our families? Correct. In here? Could you imagine getting to have Thanksgiving dinner down here and the kids are upstairs in the theater room right. watching them and we you can't know, hear them and we can't hear them. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Thankfully. Yeah. Because <laughs> most houses that big, the kids are going to be running around in the circle, you know, the open floor plan, right. or they're going to be running up and down the stairs. That house had a, you know, a pool table and a loft area for the teenagers, the home theater. Um, you could have a workout space. I mean, there were so many options and it was yeah. well thought out. So you're right. I mean, people walk into any house and they immediately say, yep, this is us or it's not us. So. Mm. Well said. Well said. Well, Dana, thank you. Thank guys, you. Hopefully you guys were able to pull a few things, a few nuggets of wisdom from this conversation. Uh, I think so highly of Dana and and she works, she's worked very hard to get her business up and off the ground and, and, and succeeding in such a short amount of time. I know that there's uh, hopefully a few things that you're able to pull from that conversation about lead generation from Facebook and participating in, in the community groups and, and things like that. Uh, guys, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your attention. Thank you for being here. It means the world to me that you spent a few minutes to, to listen to this conversation uh, and to check out everything that we're doing. I hope that you have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. We'll see you next time. Thank you. 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Hopefully this was really helpful to you in your journey of building a business. If you liked what you heard, please click subscribe and go to iTunes and give us a rating. That helps us out tremendously when we're producing, hopefully, content of huge value to you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, and I hope that you have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you soon.